When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. A little sabor on this Friday morning. Little merengue here with Taylor Swift. <laughs> Wait for the beat to drop. Oh, I'm yeah. okay with this one. Yeah, it's uh, this is vigilante s, but the uh, remix version of it. As the Swifty in the group, um, do you like this or is this Ooh, it's blasphemous? Great. It's amazing. I love okay. it. I love the remixes. Slee, did you already download it on your phone? Yeah, I was on <laughs> Lime. I was on Napster. <laughs> was LimeWire the other one? Yeah, it <laughs> was. <laughs> well, it depends on what you were looking for. There was another one that had stuff that was neither. Of I those downloaded two. everything. <laughs> yeah, this sounds really good, actually. It does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, sorry. There, this song is called Vigilante ish so yeah we gotta we gotta watch the the levels a little bit but we have an extra Astley, a bonus Astley. what do you got all right so this is from francis and glendale he says uh does travis's license plate say six three two fifteen you want to guess what it says and put it to i'm gonna be honest with you okay. it's mostly accurate it's a little off but not by a ton i mean you've said your weight i have but this this times. license is two or three years old. All right, I'll go six. Are you six three or six four? I'm six three. According to six, my license, I'm six three. I'll go six three, yep. and it says two fifty five. Take a look. Six three two sixty. No two fifty. No, two fifty. Okay. Two fifty. I'm not, but it's it, I'm two fifty something, which is which is. Closer than 215. Let's just put it that way. I haven't been 215 Did in Did you purposely kind of like this? Well, this was before I had a beard on a regular basis. Yeah. So this was just me being lazy when I went in there. And I, yeah, of course I'm look Look, when I ever see somebody take a picture of me, my chin's going up. Otherwise, it looks like I'm Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> if I got my chin down, it's like now all of a sudden we have a multiple chin situation. You're doing a passport photo. You're like this. Like, what are you doing? Put your, put your arms down. Michael got his passport the other day, and it looks like he'd just gotten arrested. It's not It's it's not a good look. The Travis Lee Show has teamed up with Waba Grill. <laughs> he got you against Lee. Has teamed up with Waba Grill to give away lunch for your office. Listen today during the Waba Grill lunch hour on 710 for the cue to call, and you could be the Waba Grill Workplace of the Week. That's today on 710 ESPN. Thanks to Waba Grill. Waba Grill, eat smart, be healthy. I just uh, I, I want to pull something up real quick because 
since none of you guys are giving me credit for being right, I'm forced to do it mm-hmm. myself all over again. And, and I want this was from uh, Bill Shakin's piece in the LA Times this morning, talking about the Angels and how they need to kind of recalibrate their entire operation. That now that this thing has crashed and burned the way that it has, and Otani's likely to leave, start over. And he just kind of lifts the laundry list of all the things that have gone wrong this year and some other years as well. This is lift, listed lifted from his piece. Pitcher Tyler Anderson was awarded a $39 million contract after posting a 257 earned run average for the Dodgers last season, has a 535 ERA this season, and a 431 ERA for his career. How many points do I get for being right about that? Can we give you that one and then we subtract a point for Syndergaard? <laughs> well, I, yes, that's fine. But me being right should be worth more than the deduction. It's, it's worth a point and a half. <laughs> yeah, fine. So I'm, but I'm plus .5. Right now, Tyler Tyler Anderson was a name you mentioned a lot, and you gave examples of there's a lot of it's it's and you tell me if I'm right or wrong on this. There's a combination of two. One, you have arguably the best franchise in baseball that can take something that is not working in a lot of different places and finds a way. Lance Lynn might be the 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 latest of of an example. Kike is another example. J D Martinez even doing what he's doing this year. but they can take something that's not working somewhere else and get the most out of it. The opposite of that, is it fair to say the Angels can get the least out of somebody? That yes. it's just two extremes that are 45 minutes apart? And, and that's exactly what happened because his 431 ERA is far more indicative of what they were going to get than the 257 that he posted for the Dodgers, and he posted a 535 for the Angels. So it's exact. It's above his career high, and the Dodgers were below or below his career average, and the Dodgers are way below that number. I just feel like I deserve points for that, Emily. Keep track of my points, please. Okay, cool. Well, we're gonna start the points now because we can't retroactively do the points. We'll okay, just start with Travis. That one. We no, do, we should do a soccer style: three points when you ride, one point when you're kind it's of t- in a, zero, zero. When, you, when you score wrong. Good. Yeah, well, no, tie, tie is a one. If you're wrong, Ty is a one. There has to be, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? There you go, deductions, yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. There has to be a deduction <laughs> okay. when you're right. You know how, and I know this wasn't where you were going to, but I'm just, I'm curious your point on yeah. this. The Dodgers offered Tyler Anderson a deal. Uh huh. It was a one year deal. <laughs> exactly. He stays with the Dodgers. Is he like last year? Probably not. I think last year was probably his career best, but he doesn't have an ERA of five and a half. I can tell you that. If he doesn't have a two and a half like he did last year, but it's not five and a half. It's probably somewhere in between his career yeah. and what he was for the Dodgers last year. <laughs> but it's a heck of a lot better than five and a half. Doesn't it just say for any company, any corporation, any this, man, how critical is all that? Where are you? What company 100%. are you working for? Are they training you before they send you out there? Are 100%. they? I mean, just, yeah, I, I can't think of another better example than those two franchises. And I just want to be that Tyler Anderson did the right thing. He got three years worth of money. He, I mean, he the three years worth of money is what he and I would have done the exact same thing. It's yeah. the right decision for him, but it's a bad baseball decision for the Angels. All right, so here's a question that we can do: Go to the Angels our- to lose and get paid. <laughs> Hey, if I'm in the Tyler Anderson's not a kid. I know he's been around a minute, and this might be your, especially coming off the year with the Dodgers. Go get the bag. Go did get Pujols paid. Did? Remember how many years did Pujols signed for two fifty? Yeah, he got paid. Go get the bag. It's fine. So speaking of this, do we think that Mike Trout will finish out his uh, deal with the Angels? That he will 
finish off this deal have the rest of the seven, seven years, years with the Angels. Yeah. He's got seven years left. I don't think he does. Okay. I don't think he does. Okay. Um, I don't think he does. And I, 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 and I have a feeling it's going to be a mutual type of thing. That How long I, has he been there? Ten years. Another seven? Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll stick yeah, around. I mean, actually, I think it's 11 if we count that first yeah, piece of the year. He's been there a long time. Yeah. Here's the rub. If Emily, ask me the question again. Does he finish Will out his Mike career? Will Mike Trout finish out his career on the Angels? I'm going to say no, too. But but here here's where it gets a little tricky. Mm-hmm. What's he worth right now? He is worth so much less than he was worth even a year ago. He, he's having his career worst year statistically, arguably. Yeah. He's just had another season where he's missed a huge chunk of time because he hasn't played more than 150 games since 2016. He hasn't played more than 120 games since 2019. His lowest OPS this year since he entered the league in 2011. So, so th- his, this idea, well, you could jumpstart your farm system, trade Mike Trout. I don't know if that's true anymore. You could don't get me wrong. You could get something. You sure. could get some decent things. But this, hey, take whatever you want. Give me Mike Trout. He's on the wrong side of thirty. He's already mm-hmm. ten years in. The decline is very noticeable and obvious. He gets hurt a lot. And what am I buying exactly? Can I, can I and he's you, wildly expensive for can, a long time. I tell you why I think he does leave, and I think there is a mutual. First off, I think there's always a team that would say. We'll take our chances with Mike Trout. I think there's always a team that will probably, uh, yeah. Listen, yeah. maybe not in the next two years. I, I don't know, but I'm just. I think there will always be a team that says we'll take our chances with Mike Trout. And for all we know, it could be a team that is a well-run organization that feels like if we put him with us, then maybe some of that stuff will change. I think the other part of it as well, the way Shohei just completely took over baseball for the last few years. And the way he was box office, where if you're going to a game, you're going because of Shohei, you're not going because of Mike Trout. And I I know that sounds kind of maybe odd or mean to say, but what's the box office attraction for Mike Trout with the Angels when he's already been there now in his 11th season and Otani ends up leaving. Are you going to Angels games and buying tickets to go see Mike Trout? Probably not anymore. Probably, or certainly not at the rate that it used to be. Sure. Um, I'm going to throw this out there. Go back to 2019. Okay, this is the he played 134 games in 2019. For those of you that are not familiar with Baseball Reference, I want to explain something. For those of you that are, you're going to know what I'm talking about. When you lead the league in something on Baseball Reference, it's in bold. Okay. Okay. It, it just pops out from 2012, which was his rookie season, through 2019. It's almost all bold. Mm. He leads the league in virtually every offensive category. He's an amazing player. Not one single bolded number since. Not one since, uh, since what year? Since 2019. 2019. Yes, 2019. So 2020, 21, 22, 23. For the last four years, he's just been a different guy and. Maybe you have to do a deal that, look, we'll eat half the money. We'll yeah. get, but, but this idea where, well, just go get, you know, we can fix everything. The Phillies would like, well, yeah, but the the butt is a decent-sized butt now. Whereas before, Shohei Otani, you're instantly stocked. Juan Soto, you're instantly stocked. With Mike Trout, you're not instantly stocked anymore. He's just, he's on the wrong side of the age. And Wait, he's, how he's is that butt again? Up. It's getting pretty good size. What did I say? <laughs> the, the butt is a pretty nice butt It's now. a pretty good-sized butt, I think is what I said. It is. 
B-U-T. What were you talking about in the middle of the trout <laughs> thing where you said it's a pretty good size butt? It's pretty, it is. It's getting bigger every day, too. <laughs> uh, 35 saying. a year till yeah. 2030. Yeah, for a long time. A long do, time. Do you agree With that diminishing you, production? If 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 he went to the market, if you know the Angels and and Mike Trout kind of God, internally, very very quietly say, let's try to figure out if we can just we need to move on. Angels, Trout's. I hope, I pray that he's saying I need to move on too. There's some teams. I mean, just kind of think about it. I, he needs a new place to yeah. be at as well. I yeah. think all of that can come into but play. I, I, what I thought you were going to say, Alan, it's, a, it's fascinating. Is if he just became a free agent today, what's his market right now? It's not Aaron Judge. It's not Shohei Otani. It's not that. He's he's not an old player. He's, where is he? He's 32. 31. He's 32. 32 okay. He just turned 32 18 right. days ago. Okay? So he's not old, but the numbers, that, that graph is going the wrong way. Hey, would it be like a Scherzer? Would it be like, uh, you know, some of the older guys? I mean, Scherzer's a lot older than Trout. He is, but Scherzer was still performing at Scherzer levels. Well, Mike, you know, Mike Trout you, is it, not like performing Justin, at no, Mike Trout levels. Do you, know the, do you know the comp, the best comp that I can give? Freddie Freeman, age-wise. Yeah, yeah, age yeah. Age-wise, right? The 31, 32, somewhere around there. But Freddie's still Still Balling. doing Freddie stuff. Now, part of the problem is is that Trout was so high up there. He was so amazing. To expect that is a different thing, but it's not just to juice the, the franchise. And Freddie is again. 27 a year. Yeah. And it's only to 2027. 20, Dodgers? Yeah. Angels. Mm-hmm. It's not super complicated. All right. Get that SC fight song ready because we're doing Caleb Williams. And by the way, his odds for to win a Heisman Trophy are pretty darn low. It's... It's getting complicated. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Um, so, Travis, I have a situation for you that might require your services at okay. a wedding, okay? so Oh, at a wedding, okay. Yes, so my, my friend Christine and her uh, fiancé Ethan are in Greece right now for a wedding. So they are have been there all week, and she just Opa. texted me. Yeah, so <laughs> the, one of their friends is marrying someone from, from Greece, and therefore they're having their wedding in Greece. Sure. And so she just texted me, all the lights went out at this wedding. All the music, all the lights, they cannot do anything. No electricity. No electricity at this wedding right now. I can't remember what time it is right now in uh, in uh, Athens, so we'll see how it how it plays out. But okay. she texted me, she's trying to start a 
everyone starts singing Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift. And I was like, I don't know if that's really going to go over with the Greeks. But 918 like, <laughs> p.m. in Greece right now okay. in Athens. And then I, I asked her, hey, well, I was like, you should do take me out to the ball game. Everyone's going to know that. And she was like, I don't know if that's going to go over well with the well, Greeks. Well, are most of the wedding attendees it's Greek? About, it's about half and half. Okay. Well, the, the non-Greeks, are is the other half Americans? Yes. Okay. Well, the American. I don't care who you are what you are where if you are in this country for a, a, a day or two you're gonna know take me out to the ball game it's impo- it, it's it's they should easy do the to pledge remember. of allegiance <laughs> you should yeah they should do it so Half what, should, what would, would you do in this situation I, would you do take me out the ball game? <laughs> hey it's not that late is the is this the ceremony or is this, this is the reception of oh, the ceremony yeah. have, have, is the bar open Yes, bars oh, open. Good. She's like, bring me more vino. Yeah. Uh, what's the uzo? Is that the Greek liquor? Is I that the one know. that I'm thinking of? I, I think would start is. drinking juvenile, or I would start singing juveniles back that thing up. Ayo. <laughs> a lot of people know that one. <laughs> a lot of people know that one. If the bar's open and they'll have a good time. Just, you know, dance floor. It'll be like a club. To the window. <laughs> to the wall. To, to the, the wall. wall. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of songs if you could do that. Happy birthday. Lot of sing that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Everybody knows that one, right? I'm trying to think. Whatever. What else does everybody know? Those are those are the two that I feel confident about. What's the one they sing in Boston? Um, oh, Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Caroline. But that they only you only know the chorus. Mm-hmm. Hey, right? but that's all you need. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Do it again. <laughs> just just the sing the chorus over, over and over, and over, over again. Over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Caleb Williams uh, is roughly three to one odds to win the Heisman Trophy again. Yeah. Next closest is twelve to one. Okay, so he is a heavy, heavy favorite to begin the season. Um, is that uh, LSU's quarterback? It is. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Yeah. I don't want to call him Jalen. Jaden Daniels mm-hmm. uh, is number two. Um, Marvin Harrison Jr. At, at Ohio State is on the list. There, there's a handful of guys. Yep. In the beginning is not always like the end, but. It's a pretty comfortable lead for a guy that's already got one, right? Sure, sure. Um, say he racks another one, wins another Heisman Trophy, but USC has the exact same season that they had last year. They're good, but not great. Lose a couple of games, regardless of how, whether it's the defense or not. Is Caleb Williams the greatest quarterback in the history of USC because he's got a couple of Heismans, or do you got to punch the ticket because Matt Leinart has a national championship, sure. right? Uh, Carson Palmer, Carson Palmer, but didn't win a national championship, yeah. but was the first pick in the draft. Caleb mm-hmm. Williams is going to be the first pick in the draft. You know, uh, Pat Hayden wins a national championship. We've seen some other guys go through there and win championships. Do you have to win to be the greatest blank in SC history? Because they win. They're about winning. So I, I mean, listen. I, I this is just my own personal opinion, and maybe this falls a little bit to when we talk. When you say the greatest baseball player I've ever seen, it's Mike Trout. Instantly, for me, I think in this instance, how can I call him? It's not what he accomplishes individually is not great. He's so unique to win two Heisman trophies. I mean, come on, that's that's such an amazing, amazing feat. But if you don't win it all, I know what SC fans will say when it comes to and I, I'm pri- he had some really good quote. He he had a an article in the LA Times as well where it's really all about immor- immortality comes from championships and he talked a lot about how that's kind of the only thing that matters. But what you're pointing out there, I would just always remember that yeah, but he didn't win it. Not that he wasn't unbelievable, but if you got somebody that's winning two Heisman trophies in a row, 
you're at least thinking, like you can make an argument, you could say, okay, well, they got to the final four. Well, he can't go out there and play defense. He's not a linebacker. He ain't a DB. He's not a safety. He's not the defensive coordinator. Or they got to the finals. They got to the championship game. They lost to Georgia or Alabama or one of those SEC schools. That is a stronger case of saying, okay, I can. he can't do everything, but he did everything he can to get them that far. If they have the same exact year as last season, is that tougher to make that argument? We remember winning. Right, you remember when, like the individual performances. We we have a, a vague, right? Like, yeah, I and mean, we all remember that this player or that player was a good player. But you, Calvin Johnson was a great player for the Detroit Lions. We know he set records and you know touchdowns and all these things. But when we're talking about the greatest wide receiver ever, we're really not talking. You're talking about Jerry Rice, not just because of the numbers, but the winning. We're talking about does Michael anybody Irving, know yep. any of mm-hmm. Tom Brady's numbers? No, but you know him for the winning. You got to win. He I can, think Caleb can, agrees with this. He says that immortality comes from championships. I haven't reached one yet here in college yet. Well, he he's I, I I really like those quotes. You know, a lot of those quotes, and I know sometimes we could just say, oh, he's just saying the right thing. If you're Caleb Williams and you already won a Heisman, I'm not telling you that winning a second Heisman isn't great, but it's clear getting to a national championship game or getting to the Final Four, that is the goal. That's Lincoln Riley's goal. That's SC's goal. That's Caleb Williams' goal. I'm, I'm, you had said something about um, what were we talking about? I'm trying to think. That was yesterday. I, I have to come back and think of it. But there's a lot of times that you say players that we remember or they accomplish, they accomplish because they won. It's winning. W- winning is the only thing. You're going to remember a great performance. But look, here's a perfect example of this. Kurt Gibson was a very good player. We remember him far more favorably and fondly because he hit a home run that won them a World Series than we do because he was a great player, right? Kirk Gibson was not. Kirk Gibson couldn't walk in in Mike Trout's shadow as a baseball player, but he's going to be remembered in a totally different way than Mike Trout. Mike Trout is a better baseball player, but Gibson's a legend. Hmm. Gibson is one of the most iconic athletes in the history of this city because he won them a championship, because he hit one of the most memorable home runs in the history of a sport. It's the winning that gets remembered. This too. So, uh, you know, how, you know, Malcolm Butler is not remembered as one of the best defensive persons of all time. But that interception at the goal line against the Seattle will always be remembered, especially if you're a Patriots fan. Unfor- unfortunately, too, there's also a lot of people that are remembered for not winning. Yeah. Sure. When you think of Marlon Dan Marino, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good example. I think of Dan Marino. I think of Charles Barkley. Like these names come right out because they've been talked about so much for not winning a championship. Carl Malone, John Stockton, there's a lot of those as well. Basketball players get that more than anybody else because basketball is the sport where if I have the best player – I can make a case. I'm in the most influence. Right. That I can make. Patrick Ewing could make things happen. Charles Barkley. Problem was Jordan was alive. (laughs) Jordan was in the house. Yeah, Dan Marino can't play on the other side of the ball. Right, right. There's always an explanation to it. And Caleb Williams' explanation will be, yeah, I won two Heisman trophies, but you do know we gave up 43 points a game on the other side. And it's like, because you'll look at the the history books or whatever we're looking at, our phones, and say, wait, he went, why didn't they win one? And no one's going to remember why, just that they didn't. Can you make an argument if he got to the – listen, he keeps doing what he's doing. They get to that final four, but they lose in the final four. Yeah, maybe. It's, I mean, it's different, mm-hmm. but if they – you run into Georgia in the semifinal and you lose by a couple of touchdowns, all right. 
I mean, if 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 he's great and throws for six hundred yards and they lose 48, 45. to sixty three, yeah, sure. But but also it could be the two thousand six uh, national championship yeah. game. You know, you remember that forever, no matter who won or lost. That that I think is the exception that kind of proves the rule. It's one of the, and maybe it's because it's local. Maybe it's because we keep bringing it up. But rarely do you remember the losing story in a game. That that Rose Bowl game is really unique. Yeah, right. Really unique that you remember Reggie Bush and Matt Leinert and Leinert and. Pete Carroll and and all of those guys, even though they lost, and, and maybe it's because they had won had previously, success. yeah, and that they Actually, were looking FI for has another a lot to one. Do with it. If yeah. they were just hey, this team came out of nowhere and they lost, it's the Vince Young show. This is the Vince Young show, and oh by the against way, against USC. You know what's funny? I don't know if you guys remember this or not. Before that season even started, and, and this is not not exactly like this season, but it's close. Before that season even started, ESPN was running a package every week on why this was the greatest college football team of all time. Season hadn't even started yet. They were coming off a national title. Bush was back. Leinert was back. Linda White was back. Pete Carroll. They were loaded, and they were expect. But the season, is this the great? And they're comparing them to all the other great teams. And Texas is just sitting there going, we'll play you. Like, we hadn't even gotten there. That's how good of a football – and I think that's why we remember that team is it wasn't just, like, last year's TCU team, which is like, oh, wow, they're in the title? That's that's crazy. They're lucky. They Yeah, or they just kind of – every year somebody kind of show, – Oregon shows up, you know, like, okay, well, whatever. This was the best team in the history of college football mm. before they'd played a game that year. That That's the why year, I think we The year that them. Patriots went 18-0, and 0, uh-huh. Randy Moss The vengeance there. year. What were they coming into that season? And I, I, I don't remember. I'm more asking. Was it similar to no one's going to stop I forget these guys? Because once the ball started rolling. I think it was Spygate that broke the year uh, before. And it was like, oh, well, Belichick is doing stuff he shouldn't. He's not. And Belichick basically had the, oh, yeah, watch this season. And they went out and tried to win every game, and they did. And, and the then, closest game they had was the last regular season against game against the, the Giants. Giants. That's against right. Against the Giants. How many games does SC win this year? They got 12 regular season games. 10 and 2. 10 and 2. M, how many wins does SC get? Uh, out of 12? 11 and 1. 11 and 1. Jorge? Yeah, 10 and 2 sounds about right. I'm going to go with M. I think they stub their toes somewhere. Okay. I, I think that they lose a game that goes, okay. They Pac-12's good, not great. Their schedule is backloaded. They've got huge expectations. The defense has to be a little better, right? I'm going to give them one. I'm going to give them it, one. Give it, me my it, points right how, now. How, how about the disappointment? <laughs> how about the disappointment between those? It's one game, but I know. it's everything. Oh, it's everything. Everything. Look, you could be 11-1 and one going to the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, that's what happened. And bang, you get clipped again. What what is that? That's like that wasn't great. Mm-hmm. You're eleven and two. That's not a good season. No, <laughs> only at SC and Alabama and Georgia and Ohio State. Everybody and only else, when Lincoln Riley they're came. doing backflips. Yeah, absolutely. Factor caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, guys. Yo. You have been, uh, you know, 
uh, spared from more Taylor Swift for the past couple segments. So I don't worry. Like it. We're going like to bring some back. Thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, the Pensacola Wahoos, which is a AA affiliate out of um, for the Marlins, uh, is doing kind of this like um, uh, special right now. So to have the entire stadium is listed on Airbnb for $5,143 a night. This includes 10 beds uh, in the clubhouse, full access to field all night, batting practice, a full tour, food, merch, and on-call staff. Okay, so you kind of get this whole place to yourself. You can do whatever you want. So this sounds like the perfect bachelor party. Uh, Travis Fettercap. Fact. I mean, that would be amazing. If you get the run of a sports facility for you and your buddies or you and your friends for a full day and whatever it is, like you get to take batting practice or – you know, swim in the pool, I, I don't know, shoot hoops at crypto or whatever it yeah. would be, that would be amazing. I would love to do that. That sounds great. Fact for sure. Al? This sounds so badass. <laughs> and I'm really seeing does. the photos yeah. here. I'm seeing the photos here, just uh, what the setup looks like and where you're going to be sleeping. Now, the sleeping is very much like you're at a hostel or something like that. It's just because they're cramming so many beds yeah, into a room. Yeah, it looks like bad camp. That's not exactly the best part, but... The concept of this, and to be with your buddies, I'm sure everyone would enjoy it. I think this is one of the coolest things out there. It's a great idea. And by the way, that's not a crazy price point. I mean, it's a lot, but it's not. Yeah. But you, you know, get I, you can't ten get people. There. You yeah. get like whatever else. Five Gs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, that's not bad at all. Five hundred yeah. ahead for it, ten people. It's perfect for a little league baseball team. You know, you that rent that awesome. out. That would be really fun. Like a really cool sleepover with your team to end the season. Jorge, what do you think? Do you have screens on this? Oh no. What do you mean? Like screens, like big screens, jumbotrons kind of thing? They don't I, have screens? I'm sure you have access to a yeah. big screen, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine a Madden tournament playing on those? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, man. MLB awesome. The Show, NBA 2K playing on those screens? Oh, Where FIFA? would you want to – you, you, would you pick Staples? If you, if you could have a local venue to yourself for a day and, and you, you and your friends got the run of the place, assume it's affordable and you can have the whole thing. So I love the idea of a baseball field because you're outside. Yeah. That's the – I mean – can we roll in a couple hoops and play outdoor? <laughs> Why not? Uh, you maybe you can, maybe you can't. Yeah. But I love the idea of being outdoors. So I'd actually, I'd pick a baseball field. What would you pick, Jorge? Crypto. Crypto? Yeah, crypto. You can put anything in that bowl, basically. A- M? Mm, I think SoFi is pretty cool. To be able to have that all to yourself, it's pretty really new. You can do everything on that, on that board ahead of you. You know, speaking of cool. cutting corners, <laughs> yeah, they really <laughs> kind of pinch their pennies. You know what I pick? Dodger Stadium is obviously the one that I I take Riviera Country Club mm. to to for a day. By the way, there's there's restaurants, there's sure. bars, there's yeah. all sorts of comfortable places to crash for a few hours. Have the run of the golf course, all the history that comes along with that. That's a good to one. To take out a bunch of your friends to just be able to be a Riviera member for a full day and have the run of the place. Why not Amazing. LACC? I'm a Riviera guy. LACC is very cool. I've never played it, so I can't speak to it. But I've played Riv a few times. I've been at Riv, I don't know, a few dozen times. It's nothing like more it's my home for you. Yeah. We'll yeah. be looking like Baker Mayfield in those commercials, walking around <laughs> the trash <laughs> of the stadiums, <laughs> sleeping on the first tee. Yeah. That was sleeping That's awesome. Bag. All right, so uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, if you see him around uh, anytime <laughs> in the next couple of weeks, probably you might see him in a wheelchair because he tried to challenge an NFL running back to run a forty. So I'm going to play a sound from Kevin <laughs> talking about the story himself. Ladies and gentlemen, the age forty is real. To all my men, women out there that are forty years old and above. Uh, it's not a game. Respect that age. Respect that age. Or that age will will make you respect. Try to go out there and do some young uh, 
some young man stuff, and I was told to sit my <laughs> down. Me and Steven <laughs> we got into a little debate. This debate was based off of who was faster. Those that know me know I'm pretty fast. Steven said, Kev, ain't no way you're going to beat me. Steven is an ex-NFL uh, running back, played for the New England Patriots. I said, Steve, you can bet it. He said, bet. I said, bet. We get out there, we go run the 40-year-old dash. Because <laughs> I blew all my shit. <laughs> my lower abdomen, I, my abductors. I torn. I don't even know what that is, but I torn. I tore those two. I can't walk. All right. So Kevin Hart is definitely hurting. So uh, this is an ad for stretching. Uh, Al, factor cap. Fact. But there's more to it than just that. By the way, he might be the best storyteller when nobody's around. When it's just him with his own camera, the dude is just hilarious. Um, I think there's more to it because I think what he said, you could stretch, but – you reach a certain point in your life that there's certain things you just shouldn't be doing. I could sit here and stretch for a half hour. I should not be sprinting the 40. <laughs> I should not be sprinting the 40. And there's also a good chance that if I do stretch and I sprint the 40, I'm still going to get injured. Of course there is. So, yes, part of it is an ad for stretching, but at the same time, there's certain things at a certain age you probably shouldn't do. Kev? It's an ad for not making stupid bets. It's it's not an ad for stretching for for exactly the reason that Al said. I could stretch until I want. If I tried to run as fast as I can for five steps in a row, you don't think that I'm going to end up in the hospital? There's there's absolutely no chance. This hallway is a forty. Yeah, no, it's uh, thirty-seven yards. Is it thirty-seven? It, yes, it's not forty. It's not quite forty. Never right. It's a don't make yards. a bad bet deal. Much more than a stretching deal. It's an ad for Know Your Limitations. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I ran the 40 recently at the Rams combine for, you know, fan combine. Uh, we were supposed to go with Mason, but he took the day off. You guys know how he No way. Goes. So <laughs> we ran it. Greg and I ran it. And surprisingly, I ran it in 5.5. Five. That's pretty I ran good. It in five, five. You still got it. Uh, I mean, kind of. But then. Uh, were you sore the next day? Oh, for the next three days. What do you mean the next day? <laughs> but we talked about this prior to our softball game. And. The fact, you know, because you know, I could, I, I, get, I can get to first base real, real fast. Yeah. But then at one point, you asked me, you think you can take on Kirk, and you said, absolutely not. Like, you think I could beat Kirk at running the forty? No, I don't. I don't. My, you guys know my rule. I would want to try. When it's an athlete, when it's Sorry, a athletes. straight yeah. athletic competition, never bet against the pro. <laughs> <laughs> right? The betting against the pro no seems the like age. a bad idea. Well, it depends what it is, it. right? Like pickleball. Yeah, but that's not just straight out. You got to have a little technique. And that's my point. A my sprint. point is that, yeah, that's what athletes yeah. do. Yeah, Berg ran it in five eight. I ran it in five five. But we okay. ran it twice. Kirk or Demarco? Keyshawn. <laughs> Kirk. I think so too. Yeah, yeah I think Kirk. I think yeah. so too. Demarco's looking good though. He's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, he looks great. So uh, Bo Nix, who's the quarterback at Oregon this year, he has, uh, you know, moved around a little bit, but he's with the Oregon this year, and he has already started his, uh, you know play at a Heisman campaign and so he has these big billboards that he bought out uh, or not him but his um you know agent probably bought out in um in New York City Phil and they Knight. say <laughs> and they say bodacious and his hands are just out there and it says bow in big letters and then dacious all right so bodacious is a really good slogan for Bo Nix's uh Heisman campaign uh Jorge Fetter Cap. Yeah, I like it. I like the sound of it. Just, you know, word playing with it. Sure. Yeah, run with it. Will, will he get it, though? Like, is it one no. thing that could? No? 
It's a long shot, but not a zero shot. Okay. Yeah. It, it, I think yeah. his odds were and, so, 60 to 1 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so Andy Staples was going in uh, into this on a podcast I was listening to this morning. He's funny. And he was talking about how um, Nix's numbers look similar to what uh, Marcus Mariota was getting when he was in a Heisman campaign, but obviously totally different circumstances for both. And also, if you're competing against Caleb Williams, it's going to be a very high... Uh, uphill for him so Travis what do you think it's a great slogan and and it's odd that Oregon maybe it's not odd that Oregon Oregon was the first one to kind of start campaigning for Heisman trophies mm. in New York City because first of all New York City is not a college football place that's yeah. not no. a popular yeah. sport there but because there's the media that's where the trophy is presented and all mm-hmm. that they put Joey Harrington on a billboard in New York City 20 years ago, like in the mm-hmm. early 2000s. And everybody's like, what the hell are you doing? And now it's kind of normal. Well, who runs Oregon? Phil Knight. What's Phil Knight? He's a guy that you know started Nike. What, who's the best marketing company in the world? Nike. That they're doing this is not a big surprise. I love the slogan. Al? Um, I like it. I think if he got approval from Bo Jackson to do Bo Knows, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Well, Nike, by the way, Nike campaign. The only mm. problem is you're asking Bo Jackson one of the best campaigns for somebody that is not going to be considered to be Bo Jackson. Never thought of this until you just said his name. The Bo Jackson conversation is the Shohei conversation we were having at the beginning of the show. That oh. when he was the running back for the Raiders and trucking oh, guys into the into yeah. the end zone, right? And going Spider-Man on the outfield wall and hitting 500-foot mm-hmm. home runs in the All-Star game. We're like, oh, Bo's just going to – it's like, nope, weird tackle. And Bo was never the same ever again. Somebody hit us on Twitter and brought him up. Might have been Big E that was, please tell me this is not one of those types oh, of God, stories. Yeah. But also, you know, uh, you know, medicine has con- for sure. gone so far, training's gone so far, so hopefully it's not the same way with Shoei Otani. Um, so last one for you guys. I'm going to go see a movie tonight. It's called Bottoms. It's gonna, it stars Marshawn Lynch, and he is the teacher of this all-girls fight club at a high school. So it's supposed to be in the vein of, like, mean girls, clueless, like, different um, generations version of, like, that teen It's movie. comedy? Yes, it's comedy. It's going to be really funny. So Marshawn Lynch is the funniest NFL player that is still playing or former player. He's just straight up funniest NFL player. Uh, Travis, Patrick Cap. Um, nobody's jumping to mind first. And, and here's why Marshawn Lynch is as entertaining as he actually is. I don't think he's trying to be that funny. And that's what makes him so funny is guys that just have that ability to say the thing that cracks you up just because that's the thing they were going to say anyway. Yeah. Lynch has that. So I, I'll go fact because I can't come up with a, somebody off the top of my head. Uh, Cap, I'm going to go Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is just personality-wise. But there's something about Marshawn. Manning's trying to be funny. And he he is. But But he is. is. I was just going to say, but he's like, he's good. He's great. I think there's some people that try to be funny and it's like, hey, you're trying too hard. I feel like he's really good. The thing with Marshawn Lynch, what you said about he's, he doesn't give a flying you-know-what. Whatever comes out of his mouth, however it comes out, however you look at it, he's so authentically him and his personality is so good, he's a great pick as well. Jorge? Fact. He used to have this thing on Facebook. He used to have this Facebook show. And I remember this episode. He goes to Vegas in one of those tracks, like where you can race car, like race or whatever. He goes in this Toyota Camry, 
that was all decked out for racing. And he starts doing wheelies, like not wheelies, but he starts doing donuts and all kinds. He it's like when the, he stole the cart yes. at, at Cal. Yes, he destroyed the suspension, the tires, and then he's like, I'm not paying for that stuff. They shouldn't let me drive that <laughs> thing. I'm not going to pay. As a matter of fact, we have a clip from that we played earlier for Marshawn Lynch. Go ahead. It was a little lower than most people. Oh, oh, what a hit! What a if Goodness. this was Sonic, all his coins would have been knocked out right now. <laughs> and you would have been hearing him say, come out. You're the guy. Yeah, he wins. Yeah, that guy's funny, man. He wins. It, I, Emily, I'd forgotten about the cart. That is, do you remember that, Slee? When he jumped in the yeah, cart Cal, Cal. Just took off. And started doing donuts. Dodging people and everything. He's, he's more, more Marshawn Lynch. Let's get hit a, a Lynch cast. We got a Manning cast. Yeah. Let's do a Lynch cast and not on Slam Ball. Imagine Monday him and football. Snoop. Oh, that'll be funny. Snoop's another one that's incredibly funny without trying to be incredibly mm-hmm. funny and, and just inc- deeply likable to almost everybody. Yeah, I think we'd have to call Marshawn. the Marshawn cast. Marshawn cast mm-hmm. works for me. That's good. That works for me. Giannis, um, Laker fans, don't get too excited, but you can get a little excited, <laughs> just a little bit. Let's cover it up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Reggaeton now. It's time reggaeton. It's Friday. Take out the cheap liquor and the red cups. And we start a party, homie. <laughs> there is something oddly satisfying about drinking out of those red cups. Exactly. It just it just instantly makes it more festive. Yeah. Right? It's and always casual. at the right places, too. It's like it just kind of tells you right out the gate. It's like, yeah, this is... If I'm you, at an event where this is just is Tailgate party. Yeah. Right. A, a sporting event. Like, anything like that. What if you, you come over to my house, theoretically... Mm-hmm. and i gave you a i said what do you want to drink you said try give me a beer or whatever and i poured it in red soul could be like this is gonna be a good party right i I know that this is a we have a good time we're we're getting ready to have a very specific type of event if i gave you they said hey you want an old-fashioned slee and you said yeah that sounds good and i gave it to you in like a crystal old-fashioned glass you'd be like Oh, this is a certain type. If I gave it to you in a solo cup, you're like, oh, we're going to get after it. No, if it's in a nice glass, <laughs> like we're talking about our Fidelity accounts. It's it's different experience. <laughs> it is a and very different And if it's in a red experience. solo cup, we're, we're get- talking about. And plus those backyard parties, like you, the table set up with all the liquor you can think of. Yeah. Or anything you have left over from other parties. You bring it out there. Yes. You put the red cups and a little thing of ice. And anything goes. Anything whatever you, you want. Exactly. Make yourself whatever you'd like. And by the way, yep. we're going to be here for a while. Yes, we are. <laughs> and if we run out, hey, don't worry. Manny's coming. He'll bring and, some more. And we're going to have a good time. And Manny's got more coming. Absolutely. The tailgates are perfect. Tailgate. And the backyard's yeah. a different experience. Yeah. If I give you a can, okay, cool. If I give you a bottle, okay, cool. I give you a red solo cup, it's a it's, different party. It's like you know it's going to be longer, too. The yes. amount of time that we're doing yes. this. By the way, if you're getting a red solo cup and somebody's at your house and it's, you know, a barbecue during lunchtime, uh-huh. it's going to be a long You're eating dinner day. there, too. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're, you're gonna, this is just the first it's round. 1230. I'm already doing red solo cups. <laughs> yeah. You're right. There's a time of day. It's like, oh, boy. We go to the Rose Bowl. We got the red solo oh, cups yeah. going, right? So you're having a Bloody Mary out of that thing to start. You're going to probably have a mimosa out of one at another point. You're going to switch to beer, and then later that night, maybe a little vodka crayon. Are you yes. <laughs> Are you there by 9 a.m., 10 a.m.? We're on the golf course usually somewhere between 9 and 9.30. Okay. We're, our rally point is the Sears parking lot on Foothill Boulevard. Yep. Has been for 20 years, probably longer than that now that I think about it. We meet there about 8, between 8 and 8.30, depending on when everybody gets there. Then it's about a half hour to get to your little campsite. It's my, it's my version of camping. 
That's how it goes. The 10th Annual SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic, presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino, is two weeks away. Friday, September 8th, at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. And even if you're not golfing with us that day, make plans to be with us for the 19th hole party starting at 4 o'clock with the afternoon show. Thanks to Sunday Swagger, San Pedro Fish Market, Craveable, and Tequila Mandala. That sounds like fun. I'm looking forward to that, Slee. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> Like Chris would say, it's time for How Latinos Pronounce NFL Teams Part 3. Oh, yeah. Play it again. I got it. Play it again. Can we tell you? No, not yet. I want to. I think I got it. What is New it? England Patriots. New England Patriots. New yeah. England yeah. Patriots. Nueva England Patriots. Or Patriots. <laughs> it was the pa sound, That's right? Solid. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to be playing those because we're trying to get into the NFL spirit, as we like to say. <laughs> we did what? Was it yesterday, day before the Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, the Steelers one was kind of easy. That one I needed that two one, tries. No, but he says it, New England. Tough. New England. Patriots. Like, <laughs> exactly. like huevos? Yeah, huevos. <laughs> Can you do the that? Huevos, Patriots. Do that during the NFL season when you're going like scores around the NBA or around the NFL. Do one of those for us. I don't have my first and third hits anymore. You don't. Gone. Gone. Yeah. Taylor Swift should say New England Patriots. See how it comes out. Yeah, see. All right, did, did you see those... Uh, you you mentioned Giannis. For those who haven't seen it, this one's actually a little confusing to me. You and I have talked about this. I love when stars put pressure on franchises. No doubt. I mean, and in the NBA, um, I always think of LeBron. who used to always sign those two-year deals, but it's a player option in the second year. Basically telling the Cleveland Cavaliers, telling Dan Gilbert, get your you-know-what together because I'm not promising you anything past this one year. Uh-huh. Giannis had a quote. And it was talking about he's going to be eligible for an extension next summer. Okay. He said, I would not be the best version of myself if I don't know that everybody's on the same page. Everybody's going for a championship. Everybody's going to sacrifice time away from their family like I do. And if I don't feel that, I'm not signing. Got to be honest with you. And I, there's a couple of ways I want to tie this back to the Lakers, but... I had no idea Giannis was maybe feeling a certain way. And the Milwaukee Bucks, if I tell you, hey, look at franchises around the NBA right now. Do the Bucks not feel like they're all in? Seems like they've been all in for yeah. really since Giannis has been there and they kind of knew realistically we could potentially win an NBA championship. Right. So I don't really know where that's coming from, and I don't know what he's talking about, nor am I going to try to kind of figure it out, unless you have a, an angle on that. Well, I mean, not to be too, you know, belligerent, but he's he's upset about something, right? That Because to your point, it feels like they've been competitive. They've been in it. They had a little bit unlucky. They had some injuries along the way. But that that is a heavy bat to swing. That is a... Give me what I want or else. That's what that's all that means. That he's there's obviously something that he knows and that he feels they know that he wants that they haven't given him, and he's putting them on notice. If Anthony Davis didn't sign an extension with the Lakers, okay? We do it when we come back. If AD didn't sign an extension with the Lakers, and he said something like that publicly to public reporters and everything else, I, I'm curious of Giannis is different. And he's just different. Would AD, would LeBron James at this stage of his career, would any of those guys, if they said something like this, would the franchise, the Milwaukee Bucks are going to do whatever Giannis wants him to do. 
and there's probably only a few guys in the NBA, maybe more than just a few. What do you think? Maybe 10 players? I, I, it's, it's a great question. I'm kind of trying to think about it. it it's not a long list. I, I don't think it's 10. I, it might not be five. Or you have desperate franchises that are like, no, we'll do whatever you name who it is. Shea. Maybe Shea Gilgis is a different one because he's Shea. But when we come back, I'm curious to get your thoughts on if Anthony Davis had said something similar, does he hold still that type of weight with the Lakers? We'll do that when we come back. Stay right here. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.